Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. On today's podcast, so many sick fucks, so little time. I'll say it again. So many sick fucks, so little time. NBA action is fantastic. We have a civil war in the West. Seth Curry versus Steph Curry. Giannis versus Kawhi. Plus, I was pushed. I have to do it. I break down all the comings and goings with the fakest guy in the NBA, LeBron James. His people tried to come at me on Twitter. And what do I do when that happens? I strike back. The disruptor must strike back. Brand new banging I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast is here. Miles Jordan. Let me get something real nice, something real proper, but most importantly, yes, yes, I need something real funky. Goodness. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Sometimes a podcast will just write itself, and today is one of those days. Goodness gracious. My name is Michael Rappaport, aka the Gringo Mandingo, aka the Jake LaMotta of podcasting, aka White Mike, aka the White. Chocolatito, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. Mr. A.k.a. Have no fear, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is here, and we are about to tune them up nice. Tune them up real proper. And before we get started, I am going to apologize. I'm going to apologize to anybody out there that is misled and that is is just led astray. I'm going to apologize to anybody out there who who thinks they could do what I do. I I apologize for making it look so easy. I apologize that I make it look like anyone can do this shit talking the way that I do it. I'm sorry. 
it is, it's misleading. Okay? And for that, I apologize. I'm wrong for making it look so goddamn easy. I say it once, I'll say it again. I am a trained professional. I did not choose this disruptive lifestyle. This disruptive lifestyle chose me. Now let it be known, in this disruptive lifestyle, you will give it and you will take it. You will give it and you will take it. That's why 15 rounds of podcasting, the deep waters, okay? We're going into the Sugar Ray Robinson, Jake LaMotta rounds. We're going into the Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier in Madison Square Garden rounds, okay? We're going into the Tommy Hearns, Sugar Ray Leonard round, the deep waters of podcasting here. I didn't come into this shit to make friends with anybody. Yes, at times it is lonely, but the rewards, oh, the benefits, oh. I didn't come here to make friends with anybody with this disruptive lifestyle. You're probably saying, why are you so fired up, dingo? What happened? Oh, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened and how it happened and when it happened. I am going to give you full 24-7 access in all the bullshit that the fakest dude in the NBA, the fakest dude in the NBA, some people call him the king. I call him the fakest dude in the league. Him and his crew tried to come for the dingo over the weekend. We're going to get to that. One of the greatest weekends of NBA playoff basketball. This dude is not playing. LeBron James isn't playing. He spent too much time on Twitter. That's my domain. That's where I live, Duke. Okay? This shit talking is my craft. You go make some jump shots. You work on your free throws. You go to Germany, you get some treatment on your motherfucking groin. Make sure your shit is, is tightened up. Because you got a new head coach that you didn't want. Lakers aren't fucking with you, Duke. You, Rich Paul, Maverick Carter, your whole little crew. Listen, there's too many big names in Los Angeles for you motherfuckers to come out here and take over. Save that shit for Cleveland. Them motherfuckers will be at your beck and call in Cleveland. This is Los Angeles. You're not taking over this shit, Duke. Just like in Miami, Pat Riley was like, nah, you guys ain't fucking taking over the whole team. Genie Bus is like, yo, this fucking guy got about two or three years left. We're not letting him fucking take this team over. This is a family business. My father built this fucking business with his bare fucking hands. This ain't fucking Cleveland. This is what Genie Bus is saying. You're not taking over the fucking Staples Center. These fucking trophies. This is my family's trophies. Get the fuck out of the practice facility. This is my fucking practice facility. We're going to get to all the great NBA excitement. We're going to break it down. We have sick fucks. So much has happened. So much has happened since the last I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. If this is the first time you're ever listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast, welcome. Just know this is a non-fact-checking, disruptive podcast. We do not fact-check anything. We talk that shit and we let the chips fall where they may. No friends. No friends. I didn't come in this to make friends. Okay. So uh, last week, uh, I saw online that uh, Maverick Carter, LeBron James' best friend, let's just call him LeBron James' best friend, okay? AKA Maverick Carter. But we're going to refer to him as LeBron James' best friend. He gave a, a commencement speech at the USC Annenberg uh, graduation, okay? Now, now, let me just tell you who last year gave the same speech at the USC 
Annenberg uh, graduation ceremony. Oprah Winfrey, okay? Oprah Winfrey gave the same speech last year. Uh, they obviously couldn't book somebody like, I don't know, fucking accomplished. They obviously couldn't book somebody who's uh, done something significant. Uh, everybody was either out of town, busy, uh, so they were like scrambling, obviously, and like, oh, fuck, uh, maybe LeBron James can do it. I bet you they asked LeBron James, you're not playing basketball. Your team isn't in the fucking playoffs. Why don't you come down to USC and give a speech, LeBron James? He probably said, nah, I can't do it. But my best friend, he's available. Of course he's available. Of course he's available. Why don't you guys, I'm busy, it's not a good look. I know I'm out of the playoffs. Okay, I know I, I'm solely responsible for turning the Lakers into a shit show. Um, have my best friend give the speech. I know that Oprah gave the speech last year. So we went from Oprah to LeBron James's best friend. So I, I see this guy, they post it online because, you know, they're very uh, self-congratulatory over there at his company. I don't know what the name of the company is. He gives this speech and I'm like, if I'm a college student... Or I'm a college student's parent and I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to get my kids through. And I know that Oprah gave the speech last year. And I'm sure some other dope people have given this speech uh, uh, years before. And then this fucking guy, whose sole accomplishment is growing up in the same town and playing high school basketball with LeBron James, is giving this commencement speech. I would be like, I want my fucking money back. I spent $300,000 getting my fucking kid through school. Last year they had Oprah, and now they got this fucking guy. I'd be irate. Who the fuck is this guy? I'd be in this. Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is this guy up here talking? Talking about uh, this. Miles Jordan, play a little bit of the clip. Play a little bit of the clip of LeBron James' best friend giving uh, a speech at the USC uh, graduation. The degree gives you the freedom to gamble to take a chance, to start something, to change the world, to go chase your dream. Who the fuck is this guy? What happens if you bet big and you fail? What the fuck are you talking? This is generic bullshit, generic uh, Mahakam Gandhi quotes and fake fucking inspirational bullshit. The only thing that you've ever accomplished in your life is you happen to be best friends with LeBron James. Without LeBron James? Nobody's checking for you, Duke. Nobody. Now, you're probably saying, uh, oh, what did LeBron James' best friend do to you, uh, Gringo Mandingo? And I say, absolutely nothing. Okay. But I saw this. I posted a tweet and an Instagram probably, I don't know, Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe Thursday. And I said pretty much what I just said, but in tweet fashion. Uh, USC uh, gives this guy uh, the spot to do the commencement speech at the graduation Oh, and they must have introduced him as, oh, coming out to give the commencement speech is LeBron James' best friend. I put a little clip, the clip you just heard. Okay, so uh, I'm watching the basketball games on Sunday. Okay, this Sunday, I'm watching the fucking, the Blazers and the Denver Nuggets duke it out. Lakers aren't in these games. Lakers didn't make the playoffs. Okay, they have the former best player in the world, uh, they, they failed to make the playoffs. It was a shit show. Okay? It was an entire shit show for the Lakers. Okay? The guy tried to get the entire team traded. He didn't tell anybody anything about it. The fakest guy in the league. Hey, that's a fact. That's a fact. They call him the fakest guy in the fucking league. Okay? All this bullshit, this persona, want to control the narrative. Ah, 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 No, 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 no. So, uh, I made my tweet three, four days ago. Uh, during the game, uh, I see a tweet from somebody who works with LeBron James. says, uh, uh, is this the same Michael Rappaport whose agent reached out to try to work with us? I, I don't know who this fucking guy is. And then LeBron James himself responds to his man's tweet because it's all, it's all co-conspiring. His man, you know his man didn't just tweet that on his own. You know his man probably said, uh, Maverick Carter, 
Oh, LeBron, look at this. Oh, what should we say? What should we say? A gobbledy gobbledy, who the fuck knows? And then three, four days later, they're like, oh yeah, get him, you do it. You know Duke didn't do it on his own because you know Duke is a flunky. Because you know LeBron James keeps flunkies around him. His whole crew is flunkies. Okay? Whole crew is flunkies. So he tweets out, is this the same Michael Rappaport whose agent was reaching out to work with us? And I'm letting you know right now, Duke, if my agent reached out to work with you, Duke, that's on my agent. He's supposed to do that. But me, the dingo, I, yo, I, yo, let me tell you something. When you talk the shit that I talk, like I said, I'm not in this to make friends. And I don't want everybody to like me. That's one of the ramifications of being a disruptive warrior. Not everybody is going to like you. And I don't expect everybody to live this lifestyle. This lifestyle is not for everybody. Okay? There's bumps and bruises in this disruptive lifestyle. So I don't expect to ever work with motherfucking LeBron James and their production company. But you know what? There's plenty of production companies out there. There's plenty of work to go around. And I'm going to tell you something, Duke. Your shows ain't all that. The shop is whack. Propaganda. Whack shit. And LeBron James has more shows that have gotten canceled than have not gotten canceled. I think his record in the NBA Finals is 3-9 and nine or 3-7. and seven. His record of shows that have gotten canceled is pretty much similar. That's right. That's real. You want to talk that Hollywood shit? You want to talk that my agent is reaching out for you shit? Look at your track record, B. Yo, I'm going to explain exactly how it works. On this podcast, I'm going to explain exactly how LeBron James has his name attached to one whack game show after another. And even though his fucking name is attached with them, shits get canceled. That's real. It's fucking real. You want to get on some real personal shit? I'm going to break the whole thing down. The one and only time I ever saw Maverick Carter, a.k.a. LeBron James' best friend, one of his flunkies reached out to me and said, they want to meet with you. This is about three or four years ago. I was already in full bloom of dissing this dude. Talking shit about this dude and giving him compliments when he deserves compliments. I might have even talked about it on the I Am Rapport Stereo podcast before. His people reached out to me. Maverick wants to meet with you. I met with this fucking dude at the Soho house. Maverick Carter, a couple of these other dudes that were talking about this, talking about that. They love the Tribe Called Quest documentary. You love my style. You've been loving my style. The first thing LeBron James ever said to me when I met him at the 4040 Club in New York is I'm a big fan, sir. I love your work, sir. You know my work. You know how I get down. Okay? And then it's well documented that you disrespected my son, both of my kids, the 2011 uh, NBA All-Star Game. It's well documented. It's in my book. This book has ball sports rants. From the MVP of Talking Trash and LeBron and your crew and your flunkies. If you really, if you really want to know how Michael Rappaport feels about you, pick up the book just to read that chapter. You haven't read it yet. You haven't gotten the full gringo man dingo treatment. You don't know. I broke it all down in the book. We're not gonna rehash everything from the book. I gave 23. Reasons why you'll never be like Mike. Oh, no. Not 21. Not 22. 23 reasons why you will never, ever be like Mike. So after seeing this tweet, I tweeted back at Duke. And then my son, Dean Rappaport, he tweeted back at Duke a couple of times. Bron James tweeted. That's all Twitter bullshit. But the very next day, you're still asking around the NBA circles. What's up with Rappaport? What's up with Rappaport? That's a fact. You know what's up with Rappaport. Rappaport isn't in this shit to make friends, Duke. I don't give a fuck about your production company. There's plenty to go around. You'll be lucky to have me in one of your movies. You'll be lucky to have me play the Bill Murray part 
It's Space Jam 2. You can't even get NBA players to commit to that shit. Fuck you worrying about me for? I ain't reach out to work with you guys. Yo, the shop, you get the best guests in the world. It's softball propaganda shit with LeBron James' best friend queuing up this motherfucker with softball questions. I don't come in there to kiss ass. I come in there to disrupt. Look me up. Google me. I talk that good shit. And nine times out of ten, I go viral because I talk that good shit. There's no friends in this disruptive lifestyle. Fuck do I want to be on the shop for? Ooh, this is the real LeBron. He says the N-word. He says motherfucker. That ain't real. The fakest dude in the NBA. What kind of barbershop has ten people sitting around and everybody agrees on everything? Thing. That show is whack. The shop is whack. Missed opportunity gets the best guess you could possibly ask for. And nobody has a difference of opinion. Everybody's just, yup, yup. This guy's cursing, motherfuck this, N-word that. That's not real, B. You want real? Get Delante West to come on the shop and hash it out. That's real. You want real? Sit the entire Laker team down and explain why you didn't speak to any of them while you tried to trade each and every one of them for your man, Anthony Davis, who your other best friend represents as an agent. You're double dipping, Duke. You're trying to double dip at the expense of your young guns on the Los Angeles Lakers? Get the fuck out of here. Now I'm going to break something else down. At the 2017 NBA Finals. We were out there. Me and the Dust Brothers. It was me, Miles, and Jordan. We were doing some work for, I forget the name of this company, some NBA work. Iconically, infamously, I showed up to game three in Cleveland with the broom. We got to the arena a little late. Clay Thompson saw me with the broom. His eyes bulged out of his head like, oh, you really about that life. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm really about that life. We had all access passes for pregame. I mean, we could walk wherever we want. I got my broom in tow. Okay. Uh, the game started. Our seats were like up high. By the time I got to my seats, it's about five minutes before, after the game started. By the time I got to my seats, text after text after text. You need to get rid of the broom. The NBA is, the, the NBA is complaining. Get rid of the broom. Get rid of the broom. Get rid of the broom. The broom isn't something you could just throw in the garbage. I had a full broom. And it was, it was a heavy broom. I still have it in my garage. Made out of strong oak wood. Got it from a, a, a local family-owned uh, hardware store in Cleveland. I didn't get it from a Rite Aid or some bullshit. I got a thick broom. I said I want the, the best broom. They had like the $9 broom, the $14 broom. This broom was like 22 bucks. Thick, heavy. Oak. Oak or maple wood. I don't know. I don't fact check. But by the time I got to my seats, a complaint had been filed by somebody from LeBron James's camp. That's a fucking fact. That's how it was articulated to me. Somebody from his camp complained about me having the broom and me also having NBA access. That's a fact. Now, we know his camp isn't that big. Who was it? Was it you, LeBron James' best friend? Was it you, Rich Paul? Ever since the broom incident, look it up. I have not been on any NBA-sponsored, sanctioned, official program. No celebrity all-star game, no all-star game tickets, no NBA tonight, no NBA TV. I am officially right now on a no-fly list with the NBA. Talk about some sucker shit. They did that. His crew did that. They, Yo, he says this, he says that, he shows up to the game with a broom, put him on the no-fly zone. That's a fact. That's how it was articulated to me. Now, I'm not complaining. I take my fucking pinch like a man because if you talk the shit that I talk, there are ramifications. It's like that scene in Goodfellas. You took your pinch like a man. I didn't complain. I don't like it. I don't like to uh, uh, get in trouble. 
But if you're going to disrupt, you are going to get in trouble. But I take my fucking pinch like a man. I wasn't going to say anything about that. I wasn't going to say anything about my NBA credentials being taken away from me. But these guys want to talk out of pocket. You want to get on Twitter talking about you're trying to work with us. No, I'm not, Duke. I'm not complaining about a motherfucking thing. But we're talking about the fakest dude in the league. Okay? Look it up. Can't be on TNT. Can't be on NBA TV. Haven't done any, any, any NBA stuff, any official NBA sanctioned stuff since I brought that broom into I don't even know the name of the arena. What's the name of that fucking shithole the Cleveland Cavaliers played in? I don't even know the name of the arena. I haven't been able to get on any NBA stuff. It's fine. It's disappointing, but it's fine. If I never have a relationship with the NBA, again, disappointing, but it's fine. I'm not complaining. The only reason why I'm sharing it with you, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast fans, because I want to make sure you're clear, and I want to make sure it's on Wax that we're talking about the fakest motherfucker in the league. Give me my NBA credentials back. I'll call it a truce. If not, we keep going. But don't go out there trying to fake the funk. You must not understand who the gringo mandingo is. You must not understand who the Jake LaMotta of podcasting is. You must not understand his championship grit. I'm built for this disruptive shit. I am not here to make friends, you jack-faking motherfucker. I was at the Soho house with this dude, Maverick Carter. He's talking his nose all stuffed up. You're not barely making eye contact with me or anybody else talking about himself. You called me to the meeting. You're talking about yourself. I'm the talent, Duke. You guys asked to meet with me. I was just by their offices. I was actually there with the Dust Brothers. I was up there having a meeting about something totally different. They share the same office building with uh, a bunch of other places, a bunch of other prestigious places, Comedy Central, Netflix, BET. I don't even remember what we were up there doing, but on the way out, nice young lady came over to me. She said, my name is whatever her name was. I work at LeBron James' company. We're all big fans of you. We'd love to do some work with you. I ain't th That's a fact! My agent reached out to work with you. You're faking jacks, Duke. I know the ramifications of this lifestyle. Okay? I know the ramifications of this lifestyle. Do not try to throw me under the bus. Okay? My name ain't Rodney Hood, Duke. Nah, this is, my name ain't David Blatt, Duke. You ain't sending me back to Israel, Duke. You can't even get any NBA stars to be in Space Jam 2. You'd be lucky to have a caliber actor like myself come on that piece of shit. Nobody's going to see Space Jam 2 about a loser. You're a former great champion. That's a fact. A former great champion, and now you're starring in Space Jam 2. It's too late, Duke. You should have did it after game seven, the year you guys beat the Golden State Warriors. No one wants to see a failed champion in a $300 million movie. That's just real. Anyway, that's what happened with the fakest guy in the league and LeBron James' best friend over the weekend on social media. Miles Jordan, let me get something funky. Let me get something real nice. And I'll be right back with you. Listen to this funk. Listen to this heat. All right, this is a very important message to all the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast fans. As you have heard by now, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is now a part of Luminary Media. Luminary has the best podcast app in the world, and it is now available and live for free download on your Apple and Android devices. You can listen on your computer and tablet devices too on the app or at luminarypodcast.com. That's luminarypodcast.com. Plain and simple, this app shits on every other podcast platform and has thousands upon thousands upon thousands of free podcasts for you to bookmark along with 40 exclusive premium shows that are professional podcasts just like us. The best of the best. 
Now, this is the most important thing. Next Tuesday, starting next Tuesday on May 21st, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast will be found exclusively on Luminary, on the Luminary app, on Luminary Premium, okay? Make sure you sign up now to get your first three months for free. Sign up now, get your first three months for free. Use the hyperlink, luminary.link slash Rappaport to get three months of the world's most disruptive podcast on the house for free. We are one of Luminary's exclusive shows as we should be, and we want everyone to join us. We don't want to lose any of the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast fans. This is blood on the floor, blood on the mic podcasting. Now, some of you have said that the app isn't available in your country yet, and I am happy to report that 95% of our listeners are now eligible to hear us on Luminary with the remaining 5% coming ASAP thanks to around-the-clock efforts by Luminary and the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, and Jordan Winter. And if you have any questions, concerns, or confusions, email us, email me at IamRappaportPodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter. Listen, we fuck with all of you individually and as a pack, and we are so excited to disrupt the podcast industry with all of you because honestly, it fucking needs to happen. Sign up for Luminary today at luminary.link slash Rappaport. Get the first three months of Luminary Premium for free this time next week may 21st that's the only place where you will be able to find the worldwide phenomenon that is the i am rapaport stereo podcast so sign up today for free luminary.link slash rapaport and get the first three months for free When you cook and you cook it, and I'm cooking. Um, NBA is fantastic. What a great weekend of basketball! Uh, the only series that wasn't competitive was the Milwaukee Bucks Boston Celtics series. It would have been great if they had uh, if they could have been competitive. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks haven't played in a week because they demolished the Boston Celtics. Kyrie, bye bye. The Golden State Warriors, let's get to them first. I mean, we, we, we've seen it. We've marveled at it. I had an incredible time watching that game six in the crib. What a fucking game. Uh, what a series. What drama with the Kevin Durant injury, the James Harden greatness, uh, the James Harden disappearance, the Steph Curry disappearance, and then the Steph Curry just fucking... Yo, Steph Curry's got a black heart. He's he's just he's just disrespectful. Klay Thompson is disrespectful. And that team showed why they are champions. All the people off the bench. Igudala, who's always big. Sean Livingston, who's always big. Jonas Jerebko. Kavon Looney. All of them. They all played great. They played consistent. They kept the game within reach. And then Steph went bonkers on their fucking ass. And I can't even imagine what P.J. Tucker, James Harden, Chris Paul, and Mike D'Antoni have been doing since that loss. I mean, they fucking, they fucking slashed them. They left blood. How do you bounce back from such a, such a demoralizing loss without Kevin Durant in Houston? And then, of course, uh, Portland and Denver. Uh, Denver is on the rise. But listen... You know, these teams, this is what it takes. It's like Michael Jordan got his ass kicked, and then he overcame. The Detroit Pistons got their asses kicked, uh, and then they overcame the Boston Celtics. This is what happens. Shaquille O'Neal, when he first went to uh, the NBA, when he was with Orlando, Akeem Olajuwon and the Houston Rockets, they, yo, he he embarrassed my guy Shaquille O'Neal. He wasn't ready. This is what happens. You know, these guys come into the league, they all have these personas, they all have their Instagram accounts, they all get commercials right away, 
and then some of it subsides, and then the, the stars rise to the top. Um, and, and But Jokovic, is that his name? Joker and uh, Jamal Murray and that whole Denver crew, they're going to be back. That's a great fucking team. They play great basketball. Damian Lillard and those guys, Portland, they got swept in the first round last year, remember, by the New Orleans Pelicans. This happens. You need to go through these bumps and these bruises. They duked it out for seven games. It could have went either way. I was happy that C.J. McCollum, a.k.a. the guy who's never made an NBA All-Star game, and Dame Dollar beat them. Seth Curry versus Steph Curry. It's a civil war in the Western Conference Finals. It's going to be great. Um, and then on the Eastern Conference, Toronto and Kawhi Leonard, we've seen the shot. We've seen it uh, uh, broadcast in many different languages. Unbelievable. Uh, Joel Embiid, seven foot three, whining and crying like a fucking baby after the game, after he lost. He couldn't even make it to the locker room. He couldn't even cover his fucking head with a towel. And some people were like, yo, you don't know what it's like to give it your all. You don't know what it's like to go seven games and then lose. No, I don't know what it's like. But I also, I also don't know what it's like to talk shit to elbow uh, your opponents like he did on the Brooklyn Nets, to marginalize veterans that are important in the NBA. Of course, Jared Dudley isn't the talent of Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons, but he's an important veteran. Okay, and, and, and that's one of the things in the NBA. They're, they're trying to get rid of these veterans too quick. And guys like Joel Embiid, guys like Ben Simmons, do not have anybody to teach them the ropes. Of being a professional. They got their fucking Kendall Jenners and their, their commercials. And Joel Embiid's a big tweeter. And he's a shit talker. And then you walk off the court crying. You played like shit, Ben Simmons. Ben the Invisible Man Simmons. Joel the fucking stomachache Embiid. You guys are stars. Get in the fuck. Yo, Joel Embiid. I don't know if you need to go get a, a colonoscopy to find out what's wrong with your stomach. I have sympathy for stomach problems. I have sympathy for upper respiratory situations. But I'm not out there talking shit. Well, I talk shit, but I'm not an NBA player. So, yeah, you talk all that shit. You're elbowing dudes. You call dudes irrelevant, inconsequential. You're trolling people on Twitter. Well, now it's your turn, Duke. Now it's your turn. Okay? I'm not going to explain again how much I love the history, the culture of Philadelphia. I don't have to do that every time I talk about this team. This team is not likable. Ben Simmons is out there on some like Heisman, like, you know, stoic, like, you know, oh, I'm a mystery man. Duke, you can't shoot. Okay. You can't be an NBA player without being able to shoot. That's like being a wide receiver in the NFL who can't catch the ball or, or, or a quarterback in the NBA in the NFL who can't throw the ball. You can't shoot the basketball. Yo, I don't want to see any paparazzi pictures with uh, Ben Simmons and his chick. I don't want to see Joel Embiid out there playing pickup games with homie. You need to go to big man camp. You need to learn some back-to-the-basket moves. This dude's a seven-foot-three dude. He loves shooting those threes. It looks so cool. It looks so the ball goes so high. Where were those threes at the end of the game? Ben Simmons, if I were you, I would call up Reggie Miller. I'd call up Chris Mullen. He's left-handed. I'd call up Chris Mullen and I would say, Chris Mullen, what's the price? How much is it gonna cost me uh, to live with you all summer? Five hundred thousand dollars? A million? Because your career is at stake, Ben Simmons. They don't even need to guard you in the playoffs. They're begging you to shoot the ball. That's fucked up. That's, that's like a, a tennis player not being able to hit a backhand. Literally. Okay? I want that team to do good, but these are the bumps and the bruises. Fuck your commercials. Fuck your Instagram. Fuck your Twitter. Fuck all that shit. When that ball bounced in the hoop and Kawhi Leonard ripped your hearts out, all that cutesy shit, all that pretty boy shit, it means nothing. Cry your ass off the court. Fuck that. 
Joel Embiid, if I were you, I would move in with Akeem Olajuwon. I'd also get myself on a nice diet program. Okay? Check yourself into Cedars or UCLA Medical. Get all your health issues worked out. I don't make light of that. Ben Simmons, I would hire Chris Mullen today to teach you how to shoot. You thought shit was sweet? You thought because you were tall and you could dribble, you were going to be able to come into the NBA and dominate? Nah, Duke. You can't shoot jump shots. And you were exposed. The Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals, the Toronto Raptors versus the Milwaukee Bucks, the Golden State Warriors versus the Portland Trailblazers is going to be beautiful. I cannot wait. And you know, you know that the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast will be there every single beat of the way, walking you through all the highs, all the lows. I want the Golden State Warriors, but you're not going to hear me talk shit about the, the Trailblazers. I respect them. I respect Dame Dollar too much to disrespect him and CJ. I've never made an all-star game McCullum. Okay? So many storylines. You got brother-on-brother civil war. You got Dame Dollar going back to Oakland, where he's from. You got Giannis the Greek freak. You got Kawhi Leonard. What a matchup. You got Pascal Siakam. You got Drake. The NBA is fantastic with or without LeBron James, I said it a month ago. This is a dress rehearsal for life without LeBron James, and it has surpassed all expectations. I'm done with basketball. I am Rappaport So, uh, I think Game of Thrones has like two more episodes, and I'm glad. I know I'm in the minority. I'm, pr- I'm sure probably all of you that watch Game of Thrones that are listening are like, shut the fuck up, you're crazy, you don't watch. I, no, I don't. I'm not watching 70 episodes that I never watched. I tried to watch uh, with my wife uh, uh, this again this past weekend. It's, it's just... It's loud, it's overbearing, it's confusing. I, I, I just, I don't rock with any of this. Okay, when I was young, my, me and my brother, we used to split the evenings or split the hours at times or split show for show. He'd watch cartoons, I'd watch Mr. Rogers. I liked Mr. Rogers, okay? I thought, I liked the reality. He'd watch a cartoon, I'd watch the Brady Bunch. Okay, I need people, regular people. I don't do costumes, I don't do cartoons. I know a lot of people do. I didn't fuck with Bugs Bunny. You know, when I had to, I fucked with Bugs Bunny, Hong Kong Fooey. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, but I he'd watch a cartoon. I'd watch the Little Rascals. I fuck with Spanky and them. Okay, those were my those were my shows. I don't do Dungeons and Dragons. I don't do vampires. I don't do The Walking Dead. I don't do Star Wars. I told you many times. Okay. I told uh, the Dust Brother Jordan Winter on the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast a couple of weeks. I don't do Avengers, Spider-Man, Superman. Uh, The other day before the game, they had on one of these Spider-Man movies on TNT. I'm looking at this. uh, I'm like, what is this shit? He's crashing through buildings. This This is not for me. I'm a grown man. I know a lot of you people out there listen to it. Again, I'm in the minority. But what I did watch and what I did enjoy over the weekend, and I believe there's two more parts on Showtime. <clears throat> yeah, there are. There's four parts. Um, I think I saw two parts or one and a half parts. Is the Wu Tang documentary? Uh, there's a uh, documentary on on Showtime. It's kind of like the life and times of all things Wu Tang. Some great stories, great footage. Uh, you really get a lot of insight into the Wu-Tang. Some of the stuff you've seen before, some of the stuff you've never seen before. Certainly the interviews are new. And I and I have to say, I, I recommend uh, watching it. Um, I, of course, directed, uh, in my opinion, still the reigning champ of hip-hop documentaries about a group. There's been some great stuff. This Wu-Tang doc is great. There's been some other great docs about hip-hop, but uh, specifically about groups, I still have to say, 
I still have to say uh, that Beats Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest, is the most authentic, unmanicured, uh, uh, messy, but genuine, truthful documentary made about a hip-hop group. No disrespect. Listen, it takes. it's hard to make a documentary. It's hard to make 30 for 30s. It, it's hard to make a movie. It's hard to make, listen, as much as I can't stand these Avengers movies, these are fucking ground and pound. I respect filmmaking and movie making and, and television making so much. I know what it takes. But I will say I wanted to treat A Tribe Called Quest like a rock doc. And we did it. It's not the life and times. No disrespect to any of these other movies. Beats Rhymes in Life, The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest is a very good movie. That being said... Definitely check out the Wu-Tang doc of Mike's and Men on Showtime. It's dope. It'll get you hyped. It'll get you. It's the full Wu-Tang. It's dope. And I don't like to double back on things, but I will say uh, uh, one more thing about LeBron James. Remember three years ago? Um, I believe it was during the playoffs or it was right after the season. I don't remember when. We don't fact check at the Iron Rappaport Stereo Pockets. Remember? His Brentwood home, allegedly. I'll say allegedly again because it just sort of disappeared. But remember, his Brentwood home had been uh, spray-painted with graffiti. I think they said, get out, N-word, or N-word, all on LeBron James' gate. Terrible. This is not a good thing. Um, let me tell people out here uh, who are listening uh, about Brentwood. Brentwood, or Bel Air, it was either Brentwood or Bel Air. Remember the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Remember the aesthetic of that show? Both of these communities are the most elite communities in Southern California. Definitely uh, uh, Bel Air and Brentwood are, are considered even uh, uh, more dope and more elite than Beverly Hills, okay? Especially Bel Air. That being said, Remember a few years ago, uh, there was this case going around that LeBron James' house had been graffitied. Whatever happened to that? If you've never been to Bel Air or Brentwood, everything is under security. Everything is videotaped. Every home has security, if not security guards. You can't take a piss. You can't run through a red light. You certainly can't take a shit in public in Bel Air without getting busted. I should know. I should know. I hey, Listen, push comes to shove. I, I'm going to try to take a shit where I have to take a shit. I have ulcerative colitis. That's part of the disease. When you got to go, you, would you rather me shit in my car, in my pants? No, I'm going to pull over on the side of the road, whether it's Brentwood, Bel Air, Crenshaw, Hollywood. It don't matter. Okay? You try to take a shit. Uh, somewhere in Bel Air, where LeBron James lives, you're going to get caught on videotape. You go into somebody's home and you spray paint their gate with the N-word, This and there's no ramifications, nothing's caught on videotape. What happened to that case, Duke? At least hire a private investigator to solve the crime. They couldn't find the people that spray painted LeBron James's house in Bel Air? Mm, I think this was the original Juicy Jesse Soam Lay case, which brings me to the sick fuck of the week. Miles Jordan, let me get the sick fuck of the week theme song. Let me get it right now. This is an award that is earned, not given. Earned, not given. It's called the sick fuck of the week. She's really fucking sick, man. She's fucking whack. Why? Make him stop. You smell like a sick fuck. You look like a sick fuck. That ain't fuck. supposed to be on a plane, you sick what you, fuck what, you. What are you doing? Hey, man, leave that chicken alone. Leave the chicken alone. Well, what are you doing to the chicken? That doesn't belong in a chicken. Yes, that is the sick fuck of the week theme song. This is an award that is earned, not given. This is an award that is earned, not given. Uh, we, are, we are dealing with a case of so many sick fucks, so little time i mean it is out of control and i gotta give a shout out to everybody uh who is sending in all the sick fucks uh we see all the dms 
We see all the Instagram requests. We see all the Twitter requests. I see them all. Sometimes we just can't get to every single sick fuck of the week. Okay? They're sort of piling up, but it's not because I don't want to share them all with everybody. Just can't do it. So many sick fucks, so little time. In Brooklyn, terrible. Caught on video. There is a sick fuck on the loose, an Orthodox Jewish man over there near Williamsburg on Marcy Avenue, Rodney Street and Marcy Avenue. Shout out to Hove. Greatest rapper alive. Greatest rapper ever. Jay-Z's the best rapper ever. Sorry. Sorry, he is. Um, a hate-filled scumbag walked up to an Orthodox Jewish man, sucker-punched him from behind, and then ran off like a bitch-made trick. The whole thing was caught on videotape. Okay? Hopefully they will catch this sick fuck, but if you're out there in Brooklyn... Out there in Williamsburg, keep your head on a swivel. The whole thing is caught on videotape. I can't wait till they find this sick fuck. Also in Brooklyn, in East New York. Yo, if you're not from New York City, uh, East New York has historically been a very tough, very crime-filled neighborhood. It's the hood. Okay, it's gotten better. Okay, but it is still the hood on Chestnut Street and Glenmore Avenue in East New York. 38-year-old man, Kenneth Wong. Whole thing was also caught on videotape. Five sick fucks are on the loose. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five sick fucks ran up to this guy, sucker punched him, robbed him, kicked him in the head, stomped his head, and ran off. Fortunately... They got good videotape of all five of these sick fucks. They're not only sick fucks, they're dumb fucks. After they robbed the guy, they went to McDonald's and used his credit card. You're going to get caught. You're going to get locked up, hopefully, for at least 20 plus years. Yo, be safe, motherfucker. People, be safe. If you feel trouble, if your instinct is telling you that people are trouble, most of the time, they are. They're up to no good. Okay, better safe than fucking sorry. Moving on. In Utah, yo, you hear about this uh, polygamous stuff. You hear about these people marrying within their family. You hear about this Mormon stuff. And uh, it's hard to believe. It's hard to wrap your head around it. But it's real. Uh, last week, a group of Utah teens in a polygamous group traveled to Colorado to marry their cousins. Okay, they married their fucking cousins. Uh, they're now the a couple of them uh, realize what they did is sick. Okay, and uh, and they were coerced by some other sick fucks into doing this, and they're trying to you know get the marriages annulled and so forth and so on. There's 18 year olds, there's 16 year olds. Yo, this is not kosher. This is not normal. You're not. This is not the 19 attends. Okay. This is not, this shouldn't be legal, okay? Utah, get it together. Move into the 21st century. It's 2019. Nobody should be marrying their fucking cousins out here. In Canada, a sick fuck by the name of Kenneth Harrison, and if you look him up, well, he looks like a sick fuck. Uh, he was arrested on child porn offenses after he bought a child-sized sex doll to his words and i quote replace his son nah duke the fuck were you doing to your son duke no questions asked we gotta lock you up until further investigation we don't ask questions we lock you up first and then we figure it out that's my theory lock them up ask questions later okay uh and why is this japanese site a Japanese website selling childlike adult sex dolls. So they're child size, but for adults. No, those people should be locked up also. Moving on, a 30-year-old sick fuck in Western Pennsylvania who's actually cute. Like if you were on uh, Tinder or one of those dating sites, you'd swipe for her. Her name is Ashley Ann Smith. Doesn't look like a sick fuck. 
She looked like someone you you do like. I don't know how those things work, but you you'd say yes. Uh, I want to meet you. Uh, this sick fuck was arrested. She's a nurse. She is a nurse. She is accused of taking photos of elderly patients, some of them in the nude. You 30-year-old, pretty, sick, fuck you. Ashley Ann Smith of Western in Dravensburg, Western Pennsylvania, is charged with 30 counts of invasion of privacy, abuse of care, and so forth and so on. Why are you taking pictures of old people, Duke, when they're butt-ass naked? What's wrong with you? Imagine your uncle, your cousin, your father, your grandparents are in a nursing facility, an old folks home, and you got this sick fuck snapping pictures of them, your grandfather, your grandmother, when they're butt-ass naked, when they're changing, when they're showering. That's what this sick fuck did. Lock her up. In Preston, England, which I guess is a small town in England or a town in in England. This is disgusting. A 20-year-old woman uh, went through her boyfriend's emails, okay? She started uh, feeling suspicious about uh, her boyfriend, who inevitably turned out to be a sick fuck. She found out that her boyfriend of four years had placed advertisements online, places like Craigslist, inviting strangers to rape her. Yo, Imagine you find this out about your boyfriend. Where do you go? Who do you tell? Do you speak to him again? You run. You run as fast as you can. You get your brother maybe to break his feet when you're clear that that's what he was doing. But she checked it out. She fact-checked it. And she was he was putting her up. You can do this to my girlfriend. You could do that to my girlfriend. Send me your number. Send me your email. Lock this animal up. Lock him up. Ask questions Later, now I'm going to preface this by saying, you know that I don't like cats. I talk very openly and very public about the fact that I do not like cats. Not my thing. That being said, that being said, I would never hurt any animals. Certainly wouldn't hurt any cats. My mom has four cats. Do I like them? Fuck no. Of course not. I don't like them. Okay. But this sick fuck in St. Louis, St. Charles County, to be exact, was posing as a person who deals with and saves and rescues cats on Craigslist, online, okay? He had gotten dozens of cats. The cats had kittens. He had found all the cats on Craigslist. And then when he got the cats and he made the kittens, he killed and dismembered at least a dozen cats and kittens. This is a sick fuck. Look him up. Kane A. Lauseter, 20-year-old sick fuck. He's facing two felony charges of animal abuse. H how is this something you, you're into? How is this something that you want to do? How is this something that like you think, uh, yeah, I want to get these cats and I want to do this, that, and the third to them? Lock them up. Lock them the fuck up. Finally, yo, this is becoming too common on the Sick Fuck of the Week segment. Uh, Lyft drivers, Uber drivers, yo, these people are crazy. They're going to have to tighten up who is able to drive people around in these Ubers and these Lyfts. An Uber driver doesn't really look like a sick fuck. His name is uh, Richard Lomate in Pittsburgh. Uh, he told two women... Uh, two female passengers, uh, when they tried to get out, uh, you ain't going anywhere. They trapped them in their car, took them for a joyride, scared the shit out of them. They finally were able to get out in an intersection and jump out of the car. Police were able to identify this dumbass. If you're an Uber driver, you know you can't pull any shit. Everything is documented. They know when you get picked up, know who's driving you and all that. This guy faces charges of harassment and false imprisonment. Okay, forget the harassment. Get him on the false imprisonment. Lock him up. That's it. Okay, that's it. I'm done. Uh, what more can I say? What more can I do? Okay, it's an hour long of a shit-talking extravaganza. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Stand by every single thing I've said.
stand by everything I've ever said on the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. We're at like, what? I don't know, 570-something episodes of pure fire. Okay? What do you want from me? What more can I do? I told you it is a disruptive lifestyle. Miles, Jordan, uh, take me out of here with something real nice. Okay? Something real proper. But most importantly, take me out of here with something real funky. I'm done. I'm done.